the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And be assured, folks, January 6th is not going anywhere soon. Uh, and as we get to the uh, as we get to the next uh, midterm elections, which are not that far away, uh, Democrats are sweating bullets right now. And I mean they are sweating bullets because Democrats cannot. They absolutely, positively, unequivocally cannot run on the record of their president. They can't. And that's, by the way, that's not a political statement. That's just a statement of fact. Uh, President Biden's poll numbers are horrible. And they're getting worse. They're not getting better. If they continue going in the direction that they're going... President Joe Biden could have the lowest approval ratings in history before long. And, you know, who knows? They could turn around tomorrow. Uh, But that's the direction that they're heading. And because of that, Democrats who are up for either re-election or election cannot even mention Joe Biden or his accomplishments. They can't do that. So what are they going? How what platform are they going to run on? We're not Trump. We hate Trump. We don't like Trump. Uh, we're here because we're anti-Trump. If you didn't like Trump, you'll love us. Now that's how Joe Biden got elected. Joe Biden didn't win the election. Because he was the better candidate, he he won the election because people hated Donald Trump. Uh, so so anyway, that's what the Democrats are going to run on in the midterm. You're going to hear Trump, 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 Trump. You're going to hear January sixth, January sixth, January sixth. You're going to hear insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. Uh, if we allow anybody who uh, supports Trump to get elected, we're going to have another insurrection, and democracy will die, and America will die. Uh, there, there is going to be more talk about Donald Trump in this upcoming midterm election than probably the last presidential election, because that's the only thing the Democrats have to run on. So uh, you're going to hear this insurrection thing over and over and over and over again. And again, I would just remind you how many weapons... Now, again, we're talking two extremes here. The one extreme, this is the worst thing that ever happened in America, and our government was almost overthrown. 
That's nonsense. And then the other, the other extreme. Well, these were just wonderful, patriotic, peace-loving, patriotic Americans who were, they didn't know that they couldn't go into the Capitol building. They wanted to go in and have a cup of tea with their elected representative. That's a ridiculous extreme. Um, so anyway, uh, the, somewhere in the middle is the truth. And um, I think we are very, very, very wrong to defend the people who were involved in the riots of January 6th. I think we're very wrong to defend them. I really do. I believe that very strongly. But it's not, it was not, what the liberal left is trying to portray it as. Uh, let's, um, let's, uh, let's stay away from the extremes. All right? All right, I was going to go on to another topic, but um, I've got Al in Westerville, and he wants to talk about craziness, and I don't know of anybody who knows more about craziness than Al from Westerville, the reigning authority on craziness. Hey, Al, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. You're breaking up. We lost him. Well, you know, he calls from his deep underground concrete bunker, and he must not have had a signal. If I know Al, he'll call back when uh, when he does get a signal. Uh, spe- I, I, I should have mentioned this earlier because it would have gone better with a previous topic. Uh, I reported to you that that beast outside of the United Nations that so many online TV preachers were going crazy about. This is the beast of Daniel. This is the beast of Revelation. This is a sign of the end times of the Antichrist and so forth. And at the time that that news was just going crazy over Christian social media, if if you were listening, I said, no, don't, don't get all worked up. This is a sculpture representing ancient Mexican mythology. There's nothing new about it. And now we find out it was temporary and it's already been removed. And yet Christians were flipping out and, well, anyway. Then the the next thing is this Swedish company that is implanting chips as a vaccine passport. They are implanting little chips under the skin about the size of a grain of rice. And your vaccination information is on there. And when you go to a restaurant or someplace that requires mass and vaccination and so forth, you just give them the palm of your hand. They put a reader over. Oh, okay, that's your that's your vaccine passport. Well, once again. TV preachers and prophecy people are going crazy that this is the mark of the beast. Well, I'm happy to report that Franklin Graham has gone public to say, no, 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 this is no, this is not the mark of the beast. Could it be preparation for the mark of the beast? Yes. Could it be a precursor to the mark of the beast? Sure. Could this cause us to uh, uh, accept the mark of the beast. Yeah, but it is not the mark of the beast. Quote, evangelist Franklin Graham does not believe the chip from Sweden 
is the mark of the beast, though he warns that such technology could lead to it in the future. Franklin Graham said this, and I quote, Right now, a Swedish company has developed a vaccine passport chip that is implanted under the skin and can be scanned. It could be required to enter restaurants or businesses, fly commercially, etc. I personally do not believe this particular chip is the mark the Bible talks about, but it does make you think how close we may be. I agree completely with uh, Franklin Graham. I really do. And here's what's going to happen, folks. We're going to have more and more of these chip things. And uh, uh, preachers and and evangelists are going to say, this is the mark of the beast, this is the mark of the beast, this is the mark of the beast, this is the mark of the beast. And then it turns out it wasn't the mark of the beast. And it's like Chicken Little. Sky is falling, sky is falling, sky is falling, sky is falling. Sooner or later, nobody listens. So when we have all these prophecy teachers running off half-cocked, this is the mark of the beast, this is the mark of the beast, this is the mark of the beast, then it turns out it's not the mark of the beast. It's like all of the date setters. Jesus is going to return on September 24th, 1982, or whatever. We have had hundreds of date setters. None of them came to pass. We had, remember John Hagee and the Blood Moons? Remember that? He wrote four books on what the Blood Moons mean. This is the prophetic. This is the prophetic meaning of the Blood Moons. None of those things came to pass. So here's what happens. People say, eh, it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, it is going to happen. Now, that wasn't the mark of the beast, so evidently there isn't going to be a mark of the beast. Oh, yes, there will be. And all of these preachers, prophecy people who jump to conclusions and with authority declare they're not helping our cause. Because people hear it over and over and over again, and they begin to assume It's never going to happen. Well, it is going to happen. It is. So uh, just be careful. Be cautious. Oh, uh, be an LTD. Yeah, someone who listens, thinks, and uh, discerns from a uh, biblical point of view. All right, hang in there. Quick break. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy about this. I'm encouraged about it. But uh, it is somewhat of a slippery slope. 
uh, any decision you make, you always have to take into consideration unintended consequences. You always, you always have to take into consideration unintended consequences. Now, what am I talking about? Senate Bill 1142 in Oklahoma. A new bill, Senate Bill 1142, has been proposed in the Oklahoma State Senate. And on the surface, this looks really, really good. It is a bill that would allow parents to demand that certain books be pulled from their local school, their local public school library. And uh, if the library refuses, the uh, librarian can be fined $10,000 for every day the school refuses to do so. Uh, the bill is resp- is uh, being sponsored by two Republicans in the Senate. Quote, it would allow parents of children in the state's public schools to file a written request to remove any books that make as their primary subject the study of sex, sexual preferences, sexual activity, sexual perversion, sex-based, sex-based classifications, sexual identity, or gender identity. Uh, removal requests can also be made on books that are, quote, of a sexual nature that a reasonable parent or legal guardian would want to know of or approve of prior to their child being exposed to it. That's part of the text of the bill. Now, I would imagine most of you are saying, well, why, why wouldn't you be in full, complete support of that? Well, because of the potential unintended consequences. When you're talking about legislation, you always have to try to predict how the liberal left will use your legislation for their purposes. I could foresee the possibility, if this law passes, and again, on the surface, man, I'm for this. I do not want sexually explicit material in our schools. I don't. But I could foresee the uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation or uh, or some other secular humanist atheist organization coming to the school and saying, you know, we uh, we find some passages in that book called the Bible sexually explicit. We find what the Bible talks about concerning gender and sexuality and marriage. We find those passages in the Bible offensive. We don't like what that guy, Paul the Apostle, had to say about homosexuality and gender. And and uh, we're offended by that. And uh, according to this piece of legislation, we're going to give you 30 days to pull all Bibles out of all of the libraries. And I realize that some of you are going, oh, Bob, don't be ridiculous. I'm not being ridiculous. You have to understand how the left loves to take what is good and turn it for bad. So, 
If I lived in uh, the state of Oklahoma, would I be supporting this legislation? I probably would be, but I would want to go over the language with a fine-tooth comb. Go over it and over it and over it and look for anything in the legislation that the loony left could use to take good things out of the schools. Christian things. Positive things. A a positive book on sexuality, gender, and so forth. So uh yeah, I would I would probably support the legislation, but I would want to make sure that the legislators involved in drafting the actual wording are very, very, very cautious that it's worded in such a way that it could not be used for the opposite intent for which it was written. That's what the left loves to do. They love to take something that is good and pervert it and twist it. It's just like legislation passed in several states that allows a nativity scene at the state capitol. Well, that's great, isn't it? Well, the satanic temple in several of those states have used that very same legislation that allows a religious display, a crash, a nativity scene in the state capitol, to display a satanic display. It happened in Illinois just this past Christmas. That's what the left loves to do. So I think it's good legislation. Uh, They're just going to have to make sure that it's worded correctly. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.